0: We testing it? Yeah. I thought we were recording it.
1: Well, yeah, but I want to know that they can hear me. They
0: they, they can definitely hear you. Trust I'm me. Quiet. Well, anyways, uh, hi, welcome back to Gay by Gay. Oh, we're. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Hi. Um. So today, a bit of an interesting topic. Um. Right before recording, Ali and I were having an interesting discussion. Are you um, interested? I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean, you're maybe not interested, but I thought it was interesting. So we're going to record it because it's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Aliyah, what did you just recently join?
1: Um, Narcotics Anonymous, but not any um, groups in our city. Just the 24-7 online Zoom
0: group. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah,
1: well, that one's nice because it feels more anonymous because no one has to know where I live. Yeah, and I mean,
0: even on Zoom, even if they see your face, it's not like they know where you live. It's not like... Oh, she must be in this general area because she's coming to this location for this meeting at this time. Like, it's especially because it's 24 hours, so you can pop in whenever you want. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's so funny
1: because at any given time, there's at least 30 people with their camera on. And someone's someone's eating. Someone's, like, uh, might be sleeping. But they do ask that you turn your camera off if you're sleeping. Um, (laughs) Someone's watching TV. I was playing Skyrim while in the meeting last night brilliant well it's because because it's 24 hours you just kind of like sit there like a radio show oh and, like okay. listen but if you want to share you share but if you don't intend to share you just sit there and listen and I like listening a lot because like does it just like help take your mind off of stuff or it does that but it also it gives you something to relate to because like I know for me I don't have a lot of other drug addicts around me
0: I mean, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's a uh, very good thing. I am very
1: privileged in that because I don't have to give up a lot of my friends and my family. I was going
0: to say, it's not like you had surrounded yourself with that sort of culture. Mm -hmm. Like, I hesitate to call it that, but you know what I mean. Like, that sort of drug culture. That just simply wasn't my situation. No, you're you're very lucky that you didn't fall in with the meth heads, who love cheese, by the way. In case you didn't know, quote it to uh, my mom. (laughs) Meth (laughs) heads heads love love cheese. cheese. It's a running joke between all of us. So, I mean, if you ever need to know if one of your loved ones is doing meth, you just need to ask them about their love of cheese. And if they answer that they truly just love Love cheese, cheese. you may have a meth head on your hands (laughs) and you may need to get them help. But yeah, like... Or you have a cheese addict. Yeah, I'm a cheese addict. I know you are, which is why I concerns... Are are you a meth head, Aaliyah? No. You do like cheese. My mom likes cheese. cheese. I hope she doesn't do meth. (laughs) I don't think your mom does, that. I don't know. I don't know. She might.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. uh, A lot of the people there, they come from all different walks of life. There's young and old. The first time I went in there, there was this pretty girl who, like, looked like me. This blonde girl with short hair who was, like, British. And I was like, ah, you You have a girlfriend. Me and my girlfriend, we can talk about this later, but me and my girlfriend are good about that kind of stuff. We can think other people are pretty. That is actually a very good topic that we will be discussing at a later date. Stay tuned. We have a good dynamic for that, but, um... Yeah, it it does help because, you know, your brain is... No matter what you do, you're still thinking about it. Especially for me right now, I'm only, like, just under 70 days. So you're always thinking about it.
0: You and I kind of talked the other day that you were having a bit of a struggle because... You know, you're saying, oh, you know, I'm at 60 days. I'm Mm -hmm. at almost 70 days. I've been Uh, counting. (laughs) I'm I'm doing really well. And everyone's like, oh, we're so proud of you. You're doing great. And you're like, thanks. so angry. I hate my life. (laughs) So angry. But people, the people there get that because they've been through it. And I I think that's the really hard Mm -hmm. part because as much as we can sit here and say, oh, we're proud of you and blah, blah, blah. In a weird way that doesn't make you feel any better because you're left sitting there going, you don't actually understand how bad this (laughs) is as much as you can acknowledge, well, thank you for being proud of Mm -hmm. me. You don't understand how bad this is.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, for me right now, um, it's kind like, it's harder than it would be because I'm also in therapy. I'm trying to work through feeling my emotions in general. and Bad also, timing. Uh, good timing because uh, knock out
0: two birds with one stone, right? I mean, realistically, <laughs> good timing in the sense that at least you're, you know, while you're going through this, yeah you know, this is your vulnerable time going Mm -hmm. through therapy where you would turn to those crutches, right? I mean, it's a good thing. Like, it's good timing in the sense of, well, at least you're not going to turn to those crutches. And it's not like, oh, you're going through therapy and you haven't kicked the habit, so you're falling harder into the habit to deal with the therapy. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Dealing with therapy. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's good timing in that sense, but it's just really bad timing in the sense of, like, oh, hey, I'm newly going to let go of all of the crutches I've ever had to help me deal with emotional stress. And you know what I'm going to do? Stress myself out even worse than I ever have before by (laughs) actually dealing with problems. It
1: it sucks because, like, every emotion I've ever had in my life that I haven't processed just comes back. Ooh. Yeah. But I've been getting strategies to help
0: do that. Do you find that that helps you not want to turn to the narcotics and everything um, or, or is it just as hard I think it's just as hard it's
1: for me now there's times like I went through a stream of time maybe like three or four days where the impulses were super bad 24 7 mm. and I had to just basically right now I'm basically just treating myself like if I had my own foster kid I'm like okay it's time to go eat I gotta uh, watch me I gotta take myself for a Oh like, yeah, I, I just gotta saying.
0: take care of myself while I process everything. It's it's like when you're getting one of those urges. You're like, okay, we're gonna go do something. Hey, mm-hmm. look some uh, jingling keys. Go yeah. look over there. Yeah. Oh, look some flashing well, lights. Let's go look at those for a while.
1: Now it's just like more periods. Like yesterday was one of the best days I had in a little while because That's good. I got a lot done. I was feeling hopeful, um, and then like. <laughs> I swear it's like five minutes of hope and then it's just like right back down
0: again you feel like shit oh I feel that yeah even, <laughs> even with not having a drug problem yesterday I worked out for 20 minutes mm-hmm. was super happy and I was super happy for half the day and then all of a sudden I hit an existential crisis yeah. in the evening, and oh I spiraled gosh. for hours I was awake until like yeah. 4 30 this morning because I was spiraling it was I bad. mean even right now I'm like still
1: pre-step one I think step one has something to do with like um were able to admit that our lives were controlled by drugs and that it had became unmanageable. I'm pre-step one. I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I got to stay here for a little while. I mean, the recommended thing, actually, you'd be surprised, because I read this and I was like, wait, uh, my girlfriend actually has a lot of experience with these types of meetings because her parents were drug addicts and yeah. her mom is actually really deep into A-A-A-A, And, um... So Alex would be like, I would talk to her about me, and she's like, oh, I can recite every single one of those because I sat in the meetings as a child reading a book because my parents were there. They do let children to some meetings. Why? Because sometimes the people sharing do censor themselves. But if they're a child
0: of a drug addict, it's their reality anyways. I guess, I don't know, like my, my brain fractures into two very different points here. Part of me says, why would you bring a child to that because other people are sharing, they're kind of like, stories, yeah. and that's not necessarily a good environment. Yeah. And yet, I also understand where you're coming from, where, like, that's their reality. They've seen yeah. their parents do that stuff, so it's not exactly scarring to them. I yeah. don't know. I, I feel two very different ways about that. I don't know.
1: Um. Yeah, but um, I think what motivates me the most right now when I first started going, because I've only started going for, like, probably a little bit under a week mm-hmm. now. Um, but what motivates me the most is sometimes people in their – Excuse me, In their scream names, will put their clean date in it, and there's people who are who've been clean since like '98, and they're still going. And they're still going to the meetings wow. and sharing, and it's like,
0: damn, like that's cool to me. Is is that a sense of family? Is that a sense of they still find that it's <sighs> hard? Have you heard any of them kind of oh, share yeah, their stories? of course. Um, what have they said about it? Is it the community that keeps them there, or is it that their think, need for help that keeps them there? I
1: think it's the community that keeps them there. They still, a lot of them still say, you know what, it is still hard um but you know we do recover we go through these statements and a lot of them i didn't, i don't think i've ever heard um someone who's been clean for over a decade not say just keep coming to the meetings just keep going because mm-hmm. the more you go the less you are likely to turn to drugs
0: in a weird way it almost feels like you're finding other people like yourself yeah. And in a weird way, it's giving you that community and that support that the drugs used to give you Yeah. in a weird I mean, way. Like, I, I don't think people can necessarily replace drugs, but you have to realize that you need to find better and healthier yeah. solutions. So I think connecting with people is a healthier solution yeah. than doing drugs. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Don't do drugs, kids.
1: Oh, that's what they say all the time. The opposite of- Don't, don't do drugs, kids? No, no, no.
0: I'm <laughs> sure they say that all the time. It's what I say all the time. <laughs> I used to say it to you. You just didn't, I didn't know.
1: to me. Yeah. They always say um, the opposite of addiction is connection. So, hey, that's actually know, that's good. I like that. I know that's there's good. there's like a lot of little fun sharing sharings, sharings, sayings, Sh- Sh- sharings, <laughs> Sh- sharings, sayings. Um, the reason why I say sharings is because one of my f- the one thing that one guy said at three a.m. our time the other night because I was I couldn't sleep and I was just like listening to these British people sharing because it's morning over there, and um, oh yeah, time zones. One of the things that uh, one gentleman said that made me really motivated to share was um, if I don't share it, I wear it. And eventually if I wear it long enough, it wears me the fuck out. (gasps) And I was like, that's, yeah, me too. I've never shared
0: before, but yeah, me too. (laughs) That's good. All right. So we're going to take a short break here. And then when we come back, we're going to delve into what your meetings actually (laughs) look like on the inside. (laughs) See you soon. (laughs) Hello and welcome back. I don't know if I picked up that first part. We're going to go with it anyway. It's okay. You just, you're so excited. You're just like, yes, I want to talk about my, I want to talk about my narcotics meetings. I want to talk about it.
1: Sometimes they're exciting. A lot of people hate them though. Cause it's kind of like (laughs)
0: culty. You, you mentioned that before. Okay, Okay. So what do you mean? Is it just like everyone knows the sayings? And um, they repeat it, which makes it feel well, culty, like or... That, well,
1: it's, like, churchy, because, like, there's basic text.
0: Churchy, culty, it same is, thing, right? It was originally
1: <laughs> founded, yes, it was originally founded in Christianity, but now they've moved away from it, and it's, like, how higher power as you see it.
0: Well, I think it's just kind of one of those things where not just Christians or addicts, yeah, so it, yeah. kind of, it kind of makes sense to do it more generally.
1: Well, they don't really care, like, if they don't care, you believe in God, you believe in fate, who cares?
0: It's just, you know, find something to hold on to.
1: Yeah. um, You want to hear the 12 steps?
0: Because yes. they're different than AA. They're very oh, different really? than really? They
1: have a statement of clarity on why they're different than AA. Oh, okay. Yeah, at the top of the, because um, every three hours they switch hosts because they go on shifts because they're volunteers. That they're, makes sense. They're people who are part of NA, like, mm-hmm. not even, like, so, like um not normal people coming in but previous addicts well i mean they they have
0: they have the most experience and they out of everyone would understand why it's necessary Mm -hmm. and so may feel the need to give back to the community that just kind of makes sense to me
1: and it's really nice a lot of them when they share are so awesome i love them the hosts they're so nice they work for like three hour shifts Mm -hmm. and there's like eight different hosts within the 24-hour period stuff like that um at the top of each three-hour shift though they go through all of the um opening readings that they're supposed to do and that's the statement of clarity the serenity prayer the um what else the who are we or who is an addict or um stuff like that i I have them almost memorized at this point because i'm just Oh, and it's only been a week it's only been a week oh no alex still recites stuff to me i'm like how the heck can you do that you weren't even in it okay step one we admitted we were powerless over our addiction that our lives had become unmanageable you see, when I first read that, and I didn't even, like, think I had, like, a real drug problem, I was like, mm. no, but I was still doing stuff, Major, you know?
0: It, it, yeah, as you said, you're kind of pre-step one, where, <laughs> where Pre- you're, step you're one. hesitating, you're in the doorway, and you're like, mm, mm. you know, I see that you may have a point with that statement, but I'm not really ready to, like, I don't, yeah, th- no.
1: I, I don't think I'll start steps until I join my a group here and get right, right now, I think
0: this first step to you looks more like climbing a mountain.
1: Yeah, well, every step looks like climbing a gosh darn mountain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I think in this case, this mountain looks more like the microplane of a cheese grater, and you're like, I don't want to go up there. Well, it's going to hurt if I go up there.
1: We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Kind of culty.
0: Yeah. That's step two. I think, <laughs> I think if they insisted that everyone believe in the same power, mm-hmm. that would feel a lot yeah. more culty. But I, I do see where that yeah I can see, up. I can see the root in yeah. um the Christian faith there. There is
1: definitely a root. Um, we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him.
0: It's I mean God um fate
1: through yeah the devil yeah. <laughs> whoever
0: it, you need through
1: it more so it's like because you're dealing it's it's not the drugs that are the problem it's the unhealthy coping. It's the feelings that you're shoving down.
0: It's the the running away from the problems and using this as a crutch. It's acknowledging that this is a crutch, but this crutch has suddenly taken over your life where before you used it to kind of run away from things. Now your crutch is becoming your entire life and you find yourself doing things specifically to get back to it. And that's unhealthy. Because a
1: lot of people when they share are, especially the people who have been clean for some time are always like, you think it's the drugs that are the problem. If you just took the drugs out of the equation, you'd be fine. It's not. That's not how it is at all.
0: It's use, It's whatever you're running from. It's using them yeah. as a coping mechanism. It's the, you've been running from it so long, you don't know how to deal yeah. with it. And you've never developed other ways. And I think that's the thing that drugs stop, yeah. right? Where other people find ways to cope with mm-hmm. things. And I'm going to be honest, you know, not everyone has a healthy way of doing it. Some yeah. people turn to Um, binge eating, some Mm -hmm. people turn to like me, uh, restriction of food as a way of taking control Um, some people don't sleep, some people choose to sleep all the time, you see it as depression, you see it as, you know, a lot of different things, and I think that's why therapy is so necessary for so many people, it's because almost as humans, we don't know how to cope, and yeah. we almost always find a bad thing first yeah. because I feel like we're first hit with a lot of traumatic experiences when we're younger, when we don't actually have any way yeah. of coping. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that, you know, it, it's something that you fall into, mm-hmm. and I just think...
1: I I think that step three is more of a... I acknowledge that I don't have control over things that I can't control.
0: Exactly. And And that's a big thing. That's hard for anybody.
1: So um, step four, we we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. What? It means that you think about the people you've wronged and
0: you say that was wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so do you mean wronged in a sense of clearing your conscience of all guilt or do you mean wronged in a sense of my drug habit has affected other people Is it like I'm taking, not sure. is it taking stock within like your addiction mm-hmm. or is it taking stock within your life I
1: think it's I don't know I think it's more of an addiction standpoint mm-hmm. I mean for a lot of people out there their addiction was their life
0: I guess that's fair A
1: lot of people out there um weren't in my situation where they did steal, lie, cheat for drugs. Yeah. A lot of people have hurt family, have hurt their children. Um, I hear all the time, oh, I'm in this sober living facility, and I need to do this, this, and this, and I really want to do this because I want to go see my kids.
0: That's, you know what I mean? You're very lucky that you yeah. aren't in that situation, yeah. that you're I'm getting help early.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's one of the good parts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Step five, we admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. I did this. I'm not going to keep it in here anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes that shit... I'm not going like, to keep
0: bottling. I'm actually yeah. going to talk and start to cope. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Coping. Step six, we were, entire, we were entirely ready to have God remove all these de- defects of character
0: um i mean god another person you yes. yourself mm-hmm. it's the higher power again mm-hmm. that's the christian root there but i think i understand where it's coming yeah. from we um
1: we humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings it's more just like accepting that you did wrong and so wait can i can on. ask
0: i can ask god for a new nose shut remove up remove my shortcomings
1: no. <laughs> you mean longcomings
0: shut up i love you i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm triggered now, and I need to go restrict for the next seven years. No, (laughs) asshole. I just need to stop eating now. Excuse me. Maybe that'll make my nose shrink. I can't
1: make a joke like that. That's not right. (laughs) Yes, I can. It's my own issue.
0: (laughs) If you can't laugh at your own problems, (laughs) yeah, I have problems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I use humor to cope. Step eight, we made a list of all the persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all.
0: That's an important one. That's I, an important one. I, I see why that one's really far down. That's I, an important one. I think
1: one. that people, a lot of people I've heard relapse, relapse at this step
0: because it's hard. It, it's really hard yeah. to admit that you've wronged somebody and yeah. then admitting that to yourself, let alone to somebody else. I mean, I can see where that would drive you right back to doing what you were doing because that, that, yeah. it's hard to cope knowing that you've hurt somebody and having mm-hmm. to acknowledge that and admit that and talk about that. I can see why that's a relapse mm-hmm. step.
1: If um, you relapse, you're all the way back at step one, though.
0: <laughs> oh, keep climbing, guys! Keep climbing. Gauntlet, yeah. I know you're on the side of the cheese grater. Just keep climbing. Yeah, don't yeah. slide down the cheese grater. It's gonna hurt a lot more.
1: Step nine: We made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. You have to go talk to
0: them. What does it mean when it says unless it would harm them or others? I don't know. I don't know. Do do they mean maybe like if someone's cut you out, you can't just go and pester them and go, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me? Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, Step 10, we continued to take personal inventory and and when we were wrong, uh, promptly admitted it.
0: That's good. Acknowledging when you've made mistakes. That's healthy. That's coping.
1: Um, Step 11, we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out.
0: I think that can also be not just praying to God, but I think that can be... It's the meditation part, too. It's Mm self-reflection, ultimately. You know what I mean? It's that self-reflection and being able to just come to a place of peace. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a big part. Because if you have no peace and your first thing to go to is drugs, it's so much harder.
0: You need to find that peace of mind because I think the lack of peace of mind is why people turn to a lot of drugs in the first place because they're seeking that oblivion. Yeah. So I think finding – I don't want to say find oblivion within yourself. I mean, that's what my personal hellscape looks like, but everyone's hellscape is different, okay?
1: Step 12, having had a a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to addicts and to practice these principles in all of our affairs.
0: So step 12 is very much that sort of join the cult. Yeah. Join the cult. You are now a cult leader.
1: I mean, I don't, listen, I would say it's kind of culty, but it's not damaging.
0: No, it's a healthy cult. (laughs) It's restorative. It's not like the Manson cult, okay? That's an unhealthy cult. This is a healthy cult. It's a community. Yeah, (laughs) healthy cult community, right? Right. Same thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
1: But um, yeah, but these tests are like very it. different
0: from AA. I feel like a lot of people, because well, AA is so kind of widely well, there's known. There's
1: also a change in language. Um, um, we are not alcoholics; we are addicts. Um, we do not. We are not in sobriety. We are clean. Um, there's different terminology. There's mm-hmm. different. Um, texts. I think.
0: A, I think a lot of that goes back to admitting that you have a problem with drugs. It's really easy to say, "Oh, I'm sober," but that's not the right language. Yeah. That's almost you kind of avoiding. How oh, severe um, the problem is? Because I, I think anyone admitting that, oh, I'm clean, sounds yeah. a lot worse in some ways than, oh, I'm sober. Um,
1: I should add the first thing that you read in the thingy is um, it's free, no dues are paid, no bills, anything. Um, anyone can be a member as long as you have the desire to stop using. Um, the program is a um, no-substance program at all, so that means no alcohol, no weed, um they they accept cigarettes, but they discourage them. They used to allow cigarettes in the meetings until, like, I don't know, early 2000s. Mm. And then they stopped that. Um,
0: well, I think it's discouraging any form yeah. of addiction, yeah, right? Yeah, because if you're still relying on something, then you it, can't get it all out. Ultimately, I think it's too easy. Even if you're relying on something like mm-hmm. cigarettes, I think it's mm-hmm. too easy to fall back into other habits. Yeah. Because it's almost like to your addict brain, you're almost already giving it something. Yeah. And so it's a little bit too easy to go, well, you've already gone this far. Yeah. Why don't you just go a little bit farther? Because it's so
1: easy. Like, brains are slippery slopes. And
0: that's the yeah. real problem.
1: Every part of your brain tries to convince you that you should do drugs. That's
0: the hardest part. But oh you know what? Gosh. Not only have you started getting clean for yourself, but now going to these meetings, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be I mean, very yeah, helpful. I think so. I like it. And I mean,
1: I'm, I'm good at this.
0: weirdly enough, I think the steps are very major because you can acknowledge to yourself when you're ready to take a new step and when you're not. And I think that shows you what exactly you're struggling with Mm -hmm. and what step you Um, need to take next in order to get past that next hurdle. Usually
1: people, if they're working the steps, they do have a sponsor, which is not a money thing. It sounds like it, but it's not. It's just another addict who has been um, clean longer than you have, who have worked the steps you're on. And who kinda help you through it.
0: I feel like that's almost more of like a mentor than yeah. a sponsor. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah.
1: But um Yeah.
0: But no, very good for you. It's... I think this is very good moving <laughs> forward. And you know what? I'm sure there are a lot of I'm people terrified. out <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that can probably relate to this and you know, mm. if you need help. Who knows? Maybe you're going to um, see Eli at some of these meetings if you go to the 24-hour hey, one. Don't
1: say that. It's called anonymous for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, but um, you can find any of these 24-hour meetings in all kinds of languages at um, virtual dash. It's called a dash n a dot maybe org maybe com. Figure it out. Um, Brilliant. Um, but you can find a lot of NA meetings in I'll your put area. It in, I'll, put, I'll put it in the description. There's a lot somewhere. of them. There's a lot of them. But yeah, try it out if you want. Um.
0: Honestly, there's no shame in admitting that you need help with something. I don't think this is something you should ever try to do on your own. Yeah. I think this is absolutely something. Reach out. Get the community. Yeah. Get what you actually need. And why are you going to punish yourself and make it harder going, oh, I did this to myself? Mm-hmm. You know what? There's a million other people out there who are just like you. Yeah. Who are willing to reach out and help you instead of struggling to do this on your own. This is already a monumental thing. Yeah. Get the help you need.
1: Yeah. Um, if you're looking at doing the Zoom call, like one of the 24-hour ones, don't worry. As soon as you come in, you're not acknowledged right away. So if you're shy, they're not going to talk to you.
0: No, don't don't feel the yeah. pressure because yeah. I know there's a lot of Ooh, social I anxiety. Felt, I
1: felt that when I first went in. I was like, are they <laughs> going to say my name? When I first go in, they don't. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it, as you I pointed out to me, out. it is
0: anonymous. Yeah,
1: it is anonymous.
0: But no. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, they want you to thank God in many different steps, but you know. Yeah. Think the higher power. Yeah. For me personally, I think Hades and Hecate. That's okay. They you, rule. They rule my life. Dude, you could talk about that in a meeting, and they'd be like, huh, cool. Like <laughs> they don't care. Probably. That's when we. That's when I turn to my witchcraft yeah. circle. But the reality is, there's no other witches in the coven. It's just me and a whole bunch of demons who rule my health gate.
1: Exactly.
0: Whatever you need to cope, guys. <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll Thank you very later. much for listening. Bye, guys. Take it gay by gay. Bye.